TNC Original African Stories Listener discretion is advised as this podcast may contain violence or strong language. It's a fine day in the beautiful city of Lagos. Well, apart from traffic, heat, the humidity, and, uh, well, you know what I mean, don't you? Anyway, somewhere in this sea of noisy cars and sweaty humanity, 30-year-old Dr. Anita Momo is desperately trying to make a call. Madam, will I say this uh, hold up, not a move again? No. Anita glanced at the driver's reflection in the overhead mirror and returned her attention to her phone. She hit the call button, bit her lip, and placed the phone beside her left ear. It had been more than one hour since the taxi was trying to cross the third mainland bridge, yet it seemed like they had just beat a snail's record. It was a beautiful day to be outside, but being trapped in a taxi that smelled like fish was not how she imagined her Saturday to be at all. She felt sweat trickle down her back and was instantly grateful that she ditched the Ashoebi bodycon dress for the still blue maxi dress. It was the only way she could get through the day without suffocating. The number you are trying to call is not reachable. She looked at her phone screen as the narrator was confirming that the number she called was unavailable. She scratched at the exposed thread mesh on the worn brown leather car seat in an attempt to distract herself from the wave of nausea that just hit her. Madam, the dark-skinned driver turned towards the back seat. The best is still no one peak. Anita lowered her sunglasses. And that is your business, how? <laughs> Madam, not this. So now a question I they ask because people like say don't they try all this person since the time when we come up for a goy. Now why ask? Not this. He continued to look at her and smiled to reveal a wide gap in his lower teeth. Anita nodded and looked away. <laughs> Fine, madam. No safe to say I get AC for this my Tazina. No say your face not go strong like this, so no worry, man small eh? we go soon see cool. goodbye for you, me. Take care, cool buddy. Yeah? Mm. There is nothing you will not hear from the mouth of Lagos taxi drivers. Nothing. Ah uh-uh. ah. As they say, waiting Musa no go see for gates. Anita turned to him, gazing lustfully at her breasts. She opened her mouth to speak, but was interrupted by her phone's vibration. But what is all this, Bami? Anita, I'm sorry. Two hours far. You know what? I can't process whatever excuse you are giving right now. It's not like that now. Okay, are you still in traffic? Yeah, I'm still in traffic. And this chatty cab man is on my case. I caught him staring down at my girls. What? How did that happen? Well, if you had picked me up like you promised. Anyway, I can't be mad at you today. So, do you still think I should tell her? Today? I know, I know. I can't wait much longer. It's eating me up. I need to tell her ASAP. To be honest, this doesn't seem very smart, though. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. You're right. You're right. I won't say anything today. But you should be with me, you know, for moral support. <sighs> I know. Hey, traffic seems to be easing off slightly. I'll just go straight to the reception. Okay, just let me know how it goes. Whatever. Bye-bye. She reached for her embellished silver purse. She pulled out a thimble-sized jar of scented ointment, took off the lid, and inhaled strong flowery vapor. It was the only smell that did not make her want to vomit her guts out. 
She felt her eyes well up with tears. The guilt gripping her from inside had turned her into a teary mess lately. She had crossed a major line. And every day since, she had questioned the tough character she had took pride in. Now, she just felt like crumbled damask. Soft, unappealing, and without glory. The grin on the driver's face greeted her when she looked up at the overhead mirror. Mr. Waiting be your name. Madam, me? Uh, Nicholas, but if it call me Nico. His attention moved completely from the car in front of him to the reflection of his passenger touching up her red lipstick. Oga Nico, I beg. Take me to Agidingbi. Agidingbi? Ah, madam, that money go supposed to do, but no worry, I go take you. No extra charge, eh? But madam, you must collect my number, you know, in case other business, when you want to come out another time, go call me. Oh, uh, I don't hear. You know the millions of Owan bears that take place in Lagos every Saturday? Millions. Every damn Saturday. The ones with those women rocking towering gilets, wearing ashraibi and dark sunglasses. Yep, those ones. The petite 26-year-old Mrs. Moinik Badebo has found something, well, someone to keep her eyes busy amongst the number of people having a good time at this Owan bear. The entire hall was filled with chatter, music, and color. It seemed like the guest had set out to steal the attention from the bride and groom. One of the guys at the table closest to the hall's entrance had managed to arouse Moini's curiosity. She did not know whether it was the way he casually tucked his hand in his pocket after every handshake or his half-queer smile. But she felt drawn to him and his blue blazer. He looked like the type of man that could put up with Anita. She had watched him long enough and it was time to catch good game for her girl. I mean, what are friends for? She rubbed her palms together and felt a light scratch from the ring on her left hand. Why couldn't she bring herself to ditch that ring and get into the dating pool? Their marriage was practically over. Eyes fixed on the blue blazer in the crowd, she grudgingly placed her feet in the silver sandals beneath her chair. She stood up and held the bottom of her dress in her right hand. Mo! Ah ah, is this you? You look nice. She could recognize her cousin's pretentious voice even in her sleep. She stopped, rolled her eyes, and turned with a believably enthusiastic smile. Hi, Tinu! How are you doing? It's so good to see you here. She leaned in for a hug, but Tinu ignored her and continued to talk animatedly. Eh, uh-huh. my friend just wanted to meet you because of the decor. You did good, Sha, and you are now a bridesmaid on top. Only you. Moini was not certain why the two burst into laughter, but she joined in. She slightly backed away from them and continued to make her way towards the blue blazer. She had nearly reached her destination when her eyes caught her elegantly dressed friend at the entrance. Only Anita's breast can draw so much attention, even in the sack. Her timing could not have been any better. Hmm, uh-uh. No, Ashraibi. Are you fighting with the bride? She pulled Anita away from the entrance to the car park. Long story. But I'm wearing blue, aren't I? She said blue and didn't bother to specify the particular shade. Hmm. People that don't have any sense of uniformity. Hmm. Miss Uniformity. Wait, I dragged you here for a reason, though. I found delicious eye candy. It looks like your size. Moini said, batting her eyelashes. Abegi, since when do you go shopping for my size? Moini bent to take off her sandals. No vexo. By the way, where's Bami? Weren't you two supposed to come together? Anita scrunched her nose and the smile faded from her face. She felt a knot in her stomach and her throat and rested her back on the maroon Toyota Camry behind her. 
to stop herself from yielding to the faint smell hovering around her. I'm pregnant. She heard herself say the words before her brain processed it. Moini's eyes widened with shock. What? You're pregnant. She stared at Anita for a response. But she got nothing. Are you sure? Anita opened her mouth to speak, but Moini interrupted. Of course you're sure. Oh my God, this is so huge. Moini wrapped her arms around Anita and continued to squeal in excitement. Anita's palms grew sweaty and her heart began to race. It felt like Moini's excitement was choking her. I'm so happy for you. Whose is it? Moini asked, smiling from ear to ear. Anita's face grew pale and she began to stutter. Mo, eh, uh, eh, uh, the thing is, well, it's not Charles, is it? Mo, you're scaring me now, Anita. Whose is it? Whose baby is it? Jay. Anita blotted out and stopped herself almost immediately. Moini jerked off the car she was leaning on and tiptoed towards Anita until she was breathing into her neck. She desperately needed Anita to look down at her, laugh in her face and tell her it was a joke. But the woman was not one to fool around. She could hear her racing heart and her body began to vibrate. Jay? Wait, what do you mean Jay? My Jay? Mo. Slut! Lying, desperate slut! I can't believe you! Okay, okay. I owe you guys an explanation. But for that, we have to go back. Way back. Thanks for listening to Ashoy B, the podcast. Brought to you by The Naked Combos. Produced by 808 Extra. Theme song, Charles Onwubia, a.k.a. Beethoven. Narrated by Feifei. Voice actors, Eloise Omoimi as Nicholas. Jojo Aimiegbe as Dr. Anita. Eniola Keshiro as Moini. Shea Banks as Bami. Mary Colette Namka as Tinu. This podcast is available everywhere you listen to podcasts on. Don't forget to subscribe and share.